Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, peace. I appreciate you for joining us. We are live. We are in full effect. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Um, it's it's time, y'all. We we are on fire over here, ready to go. So um, by all means, uh, tell a friend, share, retweet. Um, uh, if you're not following Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook or uh, Mama Dada Astro on Twitter. Um, feel free to follow um, and you know retweet the announcements for the shows every week. That is much appreciated as well. Thank you for all those that already do that. Sharing and liking is a beautiful way to spread positive, wonderful, fresh energy. Uh, let's see, you guys. I definitely don't want to go too far without honoring, revering our divine ancestors. We need you, (laughs) and we thank you. We appreciate you. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, for Brother Ampu, our righteous leader, our our fearless leader, righteous too, I suppose, Uh, our righteous leader, I said it again, y'all, look at that. Something's coming through about his righteousness right now. Um, but our fearless leader here, fearless because even now when we've got new classes for the gratitude to success that he's initiated once again, thank you, thank you, thank you, and um, new class uh, for the inner peace, the inner peace class and course that he does, I mean, it is a beautiful thing to be connected to somebody who is so spiritually in tune, who is in tune with the, or these righteous spiritual energies of gratitude and um and so, so much more. So y'all stay connected. I usually say it at the end of the show, but definitely want to mention to stay connected to my astrology coach where the events tab has a lot of these types of uh, announcements and opportunities for you to link up on there, as well as Inner Peace Lighthouse uh, website, which I do have a link to in the episode description for this show and every show. Um, so you can get on the mailing list and stay connected about just upcoming um, advances um, and initiatives that Brother Ampu is pushing forward. We appreciate you, Brother Ampu. Thank God you are a goddess that you are here. All right, y'all, we're going to jump right in. Um, it's so much going on. My, I love right now, I've been waiting on a couple of things, and I say waiting on. It's just I've been anticipating I've been anticipating um, the new moon in Aquarius that's coming up here in just a little over a week, about eight days away, nine days away from the new moon in Aquarius. We're going to be talking about it in depth in today's episode, so buckle up. Aquarius is one of those energies. I shouted out Brother Ampu and all my beautiful Aquarius um, family 
and friends last week, and any time's a good time and opportunity to shout out um, that energy is is so beautiful. When I think of Aquarius, I think of the rainbow. I think of the full color spectrum. I think of just the brilliance and genius and inventiveness and just the the step outside of the box and that whole thing. I love that. I love the Aquarius energy. I love that Aquarius governs astrology. Come on, push through. Y'all hear me? Aquarius, yes, governs astrology. Um, electricity, technology, social media. Yeah, Facebook, that goes under Aquarius. Um Energy that's ruled, that's governed by this Uranus ruled Aquarius energy. And of course, when I think of Aquarius energy, I think of change. It's time for change. It's time for a breakthrough. Time for a flash of insight. Time for an inventive idea. Y'all, I just love that energy. I have natally, I have Venus conjunct Uranus. So that already gives you, an, and it's in my sixth house, so I love it every day. Come on, it's my routine to love <laughs> Uranus and Aquarius energy. So I'm intimately acquainted with this energy, and I, it just it's thrilling my spirit that this um, new moon is coming up. You'll see when, when I get into it and get to break down the astrology of it, if you look at the astrology of this lunation on just the surface level, on the outset, you won't see the hidden jewels and nuggets. You've got to kind of study the stars and the asteroids and stuff for long enough to begin to see some of the hidden jewels and treasures. So um, what did I title this show, y'all? I did title the show. I'm listening out to even see if I can be heard. I'm going to assume that I am. Um, but I titled this show, Lord, got to love computers, right? That change isn't easy or quick for a reason. Because if you notice, last episode, I believe I titled it, uh, like, change is here. Something regarding change just because we were entering Aquarius season. Now that we are upon the Aquarius new moon and I see a bit more of the astrology of it and how it likely is going to be playing out and how you can kind of feel and sense even now how it's going to be playing out. It's just a beautiful thing. I'll break it. I don't want to break it down too much right now, but I'll say that you know, yes, we're wrapping up full moon and cancer season, right? Yes, we're wrapping up Capricorn new moon season that began on December the 29th and started out with a Capricorn new moon, okay? And here on the 12th, halfway through it, we had a full moon that we're living through right now. Simultaneously, these things don't happen in isolation and separate and apart and exclusive from each other. If anything, they are mutually exclusive. The fact that the Capricorn new moon season holds within it the Cancer full moon season, and we're living in the midst of both of them now. They are both Capricorn new moon season and Cancer full moon season. They are both coming to a close energetically for the most part on the short term, on the 27th when we have the Aquarius full moon that we're going to dig into today, okay? So we're when I, I'm saying that to point out to you energetically that we're wrapping some things up on a whole bunch of levels. Y'all can look outside every night and see that the moon is appearing 
the light of the moon is appearing smaller by the day, by the night. So if you can't tell we're wrapping things up, look up at the sky at night and you'll see clearly we're wrapping things up energetically since December 29th. Um, a lot of some some of us are wrapping things up energetically that began six months to a year ago. When, six months ago, we had a Cancer New Moon that signifies that this Cancer Full Moon energy is uh, the culmination of. Okay, so it could be a six month long thing that you're wrapping up, um, or it could be uh, what's that Cancer Full Moon six months ago, uh, Capricorn New Moon. Things that were begun at Capricorn New Moon season a year ago could be, you know, on that final leg of wrapping up because now this new Capricorn New Moon season has officially taken over for the next year, Capricorn New Moon season-wise, okay? So there's a, there's a, there's a lot to suggest that we are on the heels of some really fresh new energy. I love that the new moon has a sense of newness and freshness to it, but then the fact that it's an Aquarius, the very sign of new and change and breakthrough is pushing through as well. So that just makes me real, real happy, y'all. Um, the moon's in Libra right now. Is it in Libra? Yes, it's in Libra. I know it's in Libra because I just emailed my mama's babies about it yesterday and just reminding them to take divine advantage of this time of the month when the moon is in Libra and Libra governs relationships. Me, my mama's babies, uh, sister friends of mine, uh, we're all dealing with relationship things on different levels. And so whatever level you're dealing with them on, this is a time of the month when the moon, the sign the moon is in that falls right in line with relationships, falls right in line with being emotionally balanced. No matter what the state of your relationship is in, are you emotionally balanced? Okay, because you can't bring harmony and balance and peace to a relationship that you don't yourself cultivate and possess. And um, and beautification, I love that aspect of the Libra moon, the beautifying aspect of it. Of course, Libra is ruled by Venus. And uh, speaking of Venus, if y'all don't know, Venus is in a really prominent um, position right now where it can more easily be seen by the naked eye depending on what time of the day. And so it physically, it has prominence because it can be more easily seen. And energetically, it's, ha- it's having a significant uh, impact on all of us. Venus rules women. Come on. So definitely all my sister queen, goddess, empresses out there, there it's, it's definitely our time energetically in certain ways. By all means, my, my beautiful goddess queen women out there um, of the womb-niverse. Come on, shout out Queen of <laughs> Um, You know, this is not the time to be 
I'll just I'll put it like this because I don't re- I don't feel like getting real specific. I want to save the bulk of this show for this new moon in Aquarius because I've got I'm breaking down these horoscopes not just by how I've been doing them, not just by what house they're going to go through for you, although that's very beneficial information. I share that information because of how beneficial and on point and spot on that it is every time. But I also want to share the, the, the information about how – now, new moon is the sun and the moon together in the sky – in addition to knowing what area of your life is likely to be affected by this new moon or you affecting this new moon by setting your conscious intention to, uh, you know, plant new seeds in a particular area of your life, but also the aspects that it's making to your sign. That's why I'm breaking it down by sign. Is the sun squaring your sign at this new moon and or opposing it? causing, uh, uh, you know, symbolizing challenges and testing situations and difficulties and people or events opposing you? Or is the sun trining your sign? And it feel like you an Aquarius yourself (laughs) because the sun is shining on you too. You know, so that helps as well. So I'm going to break down both of those for you. Um, And that, I mean, you just can't get a lot more specific than that. And I know that's going to be beneficial information. I don't want this Aquarius new moon to go by. And my mama's baby's listeners don't have the basic bare information energetically that they need to make the most out of it. Aquarius rules lightning, y'all. Aquarius governs all things sudden and unexpected. Aquarius rules that breakthrough out of nowhere uh, don't you know what I mean? Like sometimes you need a, an Aquarius Uranus ruled energy to to blow through on you. It's an air sign too to blow through your life and just all the places where the cobwebs been. Come on, all the places that ain't got no air blowing through. Sometimes you just gotta open the front door and the back door of the house and just let some air blow through. Okay. And a lot of this, what I'm going to describe about this Aquarius new moon has to do with you, has to do with me, the I, the self. It's okay to be selfish when in the end it benefits the all. It's okay to take time to yourself if it's ultimately going to benefit the people that you do enjoy spending time with when you can it's a time and season for everything, y'all, and Aquarius is about the individual. Aquarius is about your unique fingerprint. You can't share your fingerprint with Boo. <laughs> you can't share your fingerprint with Bay. You got your own fingerprint, and that, uh, you know, further emphasizes a point that I'll make here in just a little bit later. You'll see um, as we jump into the week ahead, there's not a, actually not a lot of just astrology in the week ahead. Most everything that's going on, as you can easily see in the episode description for the, today's show, that most of the energy is at the end of the week. Actually, everything. It's all on the 27th. <laughs> so uh, it's, we should go pretty quick through uh, the beginning part of the week, and we can just sit on that new moon in Aquarius until, you know, we're done. 
uh, right now, like I said, moon's in Libra. As far as the rest of this week goes, let me pull that real quick for y'all. Of course, if you want to hear last week's show, you can. There is a link in the episode description for that, and the uh, the clickable link should be on the word word here. You can click here to listen to last week's episode. Okay. Um, today is the 18th. A lot of astrology coming up tomorrow, you guys. Uh, which you know, astrologically and energetically, you might as well say is here right now. Just like this uh, last quarter moon in Scorpio. <laughs> Y'all, I, I, I'm really loving quarter moons. I just do. That's why I love Aquarius. Cause I love, I, I embrace. I'm one of those people who embraces change. I'm not scared. I ain't scared to break up. Come on. I ain't scared to move. I ain't scared to make a new decision, switch jobs, especially when I'm not being when I'm not being encouraged or allowed to love myself like I really want to. That's when change must occur. And so uh, here on tomorrow, might as well say today, a lot of us are already living the change and being the change and initiating the change that must take place so we can get, look, I I told y'all the energy is waning right now, the lunar energy, and we're energetically all preparing for this new moon in Aquarius. So between that full, the full moon in Cancer we had, oh, yeah, Oh, yeah, it illuminated some things for us to see, especially emotionally. If y'all go back and listen to last week's show, I was channeling so strong. I got off the line from last week's show. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was so on fire. And so, yeah, that energy, that intense, emotional, cancer energy, it allowed us to see some things clearly. It, it, it allowed us to feel some things and intuit some things and sense some things clearly, undeniably, unmistakably black and white. I'm not confused. I'm not, I know exactly what time it is. And so this uh, quarter moon here in Scorpio, of all things, it, uh, is allowing us to turn yet in another energetic corner make some more adjustments as we're yet letting go. Come on, as we're yet releasing, yet surrendering, yet accepting what the full moon brought to light that must be accepted, that must be surrendered to, that must be energetically ended. I don't care if it's an old way of life a old way of thinking, doing, being, behaving, tolerating. Got to let it die. Not I know when you think about that word, it just automatically, you think of people in your life that have passed on a transition and, and overwhelmingly just sad thoughts and feelings may be associated with that if you don't realize what death really is, what endings really are. We have endings every month, y'all. Does that mean people, does that mean every month we probably going to die? No. It means every month we get an opportunity to be renewed, to be reborn, 
in some area of our lives. Death equals rebirth. Death does not equal the end. It may be the end of a cycle, but the end of a cycle makes way for a new cycle. It's not like it's the end of a cycle and that's it. It's okay to break up with old ways of thinking. It's okay to break up with old ways of living if it's not working for you and your objectives and goals. That's what these cycles are all about, what you want, what you need. The moon say what you need. The sun say what you want. At the new moon in Aquarius coming up, the sun and the moon going to be together. What we want, what we need, it'll, it'll never be more the same as it'll be at a new moon. This is the time to plant those new seeds. Okay, I done cut ties with. I have ended cycles of destruction in my life. Now it's time for me to do, I get to do something new. I get to want something new. I get to need something new. I get to initiate something new. I get to invest my energy into something new. That's what this time is. And so this quarter moon that is upon us here in Scorpio, I love it. Oh, I love it. Because Scorpio, y'all know, is that it's, it's, it's hidden. Like I've said before, it's not the same hidden as in the 12th house where you can't see it because it's subconscious and all that stuff, and you have to perceive it more uh, spiritually. It's still a water sign, Scorpio, so it is best perceived spiritually, intuitively, emotionally. But but the, the hiddenness here is hiddenness that if you dig enough, if you research enough, if you investigate enough, if you... Uh, those are the the main, you know, key words, then you can, after that, uh, metaphysical and occult subjects lie here in Scorpio. You can, you can, you can understand metaphysics if you want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so there is, um, The reason why I'm mentioning that is because what's occurring in my particular experience and what I'm noticing around me, boy, things, opportunities, circumstances, events, people are coming out from up under these shadows. I done heard from more people that I ain't heard from in forever in like the last two days. Two of them used to be in a relationship together, and they don't even communicate no more, and they separately contacted me within 24 hours of each other. So, you know, there's an element of of intense and deep sexuality with Scorpio, but it's that, you know, coming out from the darkness, from the shadows, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, Scorpio rules all things mysterious. And that's what makes us want to investigate and research and dig and get to the bottom of things, okay? So, um, you know, uh, the moon will be in Scorpio officially, I believe, tomorrow. Let me check because y'all know I like to be right and exact. Uh, 4.09 p.m. Central on tomorrow, the moon will be in Scorpio. And so 
uh, have fun, you know, turning corners by all means. I mean, switch it up. The, the, the energy, the astrology, the cosmology, it all is signifying these, these turns, you know, these twists, these turns that we're making, new cycles, cycles ending, cycles beginning. Nothing stays the same at an Aquarius new moon season that's upon us. At a quarter moon that signifies change, come on, that's change with the Aquarius new moon, change at a quarter moon. If you're miserable right now, it's because you don't want to change. That's it. That's it. If you're not miserable right now, you're probably, you know, could walk a mile in my shoes and say, hey, I embrace change. I love change. My Venus ain't conjunct my Uranus in my natal chart, but, you know, I fucks with change. (laughs) So uh, that's my uh, suggestion to you all is just embrace, be, oh, I I, I was about to say be the change, and it brought me back to an uh, an, uh, experience I had just a couple of days ago where I was going into an establishment. And I ran into a dear brother of mine that I hadn't seen in a while. And I asked about his queen, got to ask about his queen. They still together doing good. I love that. And I, we just loving on each other and loving just being reunited in person back to each back with each other, even just for a few moments. And he gave me the best hug, just a brotherly love, strong to where you know he's one of those brothers he'll show you better than he can tell you that he's for his people he's he loves everybody you know it's just a beautiful thing but i had he it's it's interesting to hear people's perspectives on the president elect of the united states right and people i guess because i don't know i wouldn't even want to break it down cuz i don't really know or care how people see me but he asked me and a couple of different people have. Just One of them was a perfect stranger, and I know I threw him off with my answer. But my brother asked me, what do you, you know, how do you feel, inaugurations coming up, all this stuff. I said, I'm going to tell you, like, I've been telling everybody since before he got elected. I love it. Hmm. Did y'all hear me? Did y'all hear that quote from Mama Dollar? I love it. I love it. Because he represents change. What what I've been saying for the past 20 minutes, I love change. I already see what, what we're starting to see now through our brother Puff Daddy. Come on, Puff. What we're starting to see now through our brother DL and TI, that's the change I've been waiting on. That's the that's the that's the stuff that's been going on behind the shadows that I've been waiting to come forth. I'm with it, baby. I'm with this change. I'm with it. If this is the change that was necessary to precipitate our brothers and sisters taking us standing up in their rightful place as gods, goddesses, kings, queens, emperors, warriors, the righteous ones, what they say, that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous, I've been waiting on this change. 
I love this Aquarius energy. Your, huh, I ain't going to say your or our, but I say the president of elect of the U.S. Guess what planet is conjunct his son, his very identity? The planet of change. You guessed it. Uranus. This baby, I'm, I, if y'all haven't heard me say it before on this show, any planet that is conjunct your sun in your natal chart, it's going to have a huge influence on your personality, identity, ego, come on, the wants. Okay? And so he might as well have showed up, even though he's a Gemini, he might as well have showed up here as an Aquarius. He he pretty much did. He going he gonna be a Gemini some days. He gonna be Aquarius. He's gonna be both. Okay, because he's it's gonna influence his son. It's gonna influence the way he expresses himself. That's why he likes to shock you. Uranus is the planet of shock. Sudden and unexpected. Oh, you didn't expect him to say he grabbed women by the pussy. You didn't expect that, but he he shocked you, didn't he? So. Uh, you know, I love what he represents. He represents that you can come out here, grab women by the pussy, and still be the president. <laughs> so what that t- instead of getting upset about it, my mama's babies, yourself, it, it, it ask your higher self. Hmm, higher self. What does that mean for me? Huh. What does that mean for me? It means that same Uranus that's conjunct his son, that same Uranus that represents your individual fingerprint, no matter how much of an asshole your fingerprint is, no matter how much pussy it likes to grab, and I apologize for any sensitive listeners who I have offended by uh, quoting and repeating this term that I don't normally use myself in my everyday language. Uh, I'm, I'm making a point here, so please don't miss it. Your individual self can be president-elect of your own life. That's what that means. That's why it's so exciting. That's why I love it. That's why I think it's the best thing since sliced bread to happen to (laughs) the U.S. Because it means that change is here, babies. Don't look at it on the outside and judge it based on the associations that you have in your mind of a person, place, or thing, you have to look beneath the surface. Don't get caught up in color. Don't get caught up in personalities. Get caught up in energies because the energies don't. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers and energy don't. Energy don't lie. And energy don't have a name. Nobody has a co-op. Nobody has a, a, what you call, a monopoly on Uranus energy, not even him. So instead of getting mad, get to the point where you recognize and implore and empower yourself to utilize your own Uranus energy to the highest good for yourself and everybody involved. All right. When I, there I go. Uh, The Mars square Saturn You probably heard I've heard a lot of astrologers Oddly enough talking about the Mars square Saturn That's exact tomorrow Um, 
I spoke on it significantly in last week's episode. I'm not feeling led to just go really far with that. Uh, I definitely will continue to urge you guys to be very uh, conscious of the way you're expressing these energies. Mars energy, it is a square, so it, it's likely testing and challenging. Uh, and But Mar, any of these energies, when you're vibrating with these energies high enough, you really don't have to worry about the lower vibrational expression of it. So you ain't really got to worry about Mars turning into arguments and war and, you know, just all out, can't get along because somebody got cut, ooh-wee, no. You don't have to worry about that when you're making productive use of your sexual energy, when you're making productive use of your drive and passions, when you're taking constructive and productive action that benefits you first and foremost and, of course, ultimately others, but you, Mars is selfish. It's okay to be selfish sometimes. Just don't hurt nobody. Come on, low vibrational Mars. We ain't fooling with you today, this week. And Uranus, it is a square to Uranus, so I've been talking about that this whole time. Continue to think outside the box. Continue to embrace change. Continue to live outside of your comfort zone. The very thing you don't want to do, do it. That's the action you probably need to take anyway, the productive, constructive, constructive action. And I'll leave that there. We can keep it moving. I'm so ready to jump into this new moon, y'all. But I just want to be thorough. Yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We are officially, drumroll please, into our week ahead. We are discussing in our week ahead Sunday, January the 22nd through Friday, January the 27th. So we're going to start our week off with the sun in Scorpio, okay? I, I, I apologize, the moon in Scorpio. And that same energy that I was describing, uh, just wanting to go deep. We're, uh, while the moon's in Scorpio, we're starting our week ahead out in an energy that wants to go deep. It's an intense energy. It's an extreme energy. It's, it's an emotional energy, Okay. But the highest vibrations of this energy is transformation. Yes, more change initiated by this moon and Scorpio energy where we're emotionally satisfied to transform some area of our lives that, that likely affects us emotionally. You think you're going to come into moon in Scorpio tomorrow afternoon trying to do this? At, look, at a last quarter moon, trying to do the same thing. You know, we're going, we're being called to transform something energetically, emotionally, on a very deep level. Scorpio governs the area of space that talks about psychological issues. If you're resisting change, you got to start probing and investigating yourself on a deep psychological level to say, why don't I embrace change? Why don't I like change? Why am I so resistant to change. Why don't I want to transform? Why don't I want to be reborn? Why don't I want to be renewed? What is really going on? These are very, you'll be, while the moon's in Scorpio, you're going to be emotionally satisfied to dig deep like that. 
hopefully utilize it on its highest vibration and do that for your own self. I mean, if you just want to research, investigate, and dig into somebody else's psychological issues, I guess. I mean, if you're getting paid to, hello. (laughs) But uh, that's going to be a real productive use of this energy, especially when uh, Scorpio ruled by Pluto has this obsessive tendency, jealousy, obsessiveness. There's an element of taboo here. Um, you might as well obsess over yourself. I mean, I've ha- I have had a, a, a couple of uh, Pluto uh, transits to my natal Pluto here recently, and that's that that was I I, I felt really awesome. <laughs> that's the only way to put it. I think it was a it was a moon on my Pluto day. And, baby, I was emotionally satisfied to transform myself, to be reborn, to be powerful. It was a great day that day. And, you know, uh, that's the high, That's one of the higher vibrations of this thing is to allow yourself to, to beneath the surface of your own self. And if you can love yourself in the muck and the mire and the taboo and the you know what I mean? In this area of psychological issues, if you can get down dirty, you know, with yourself and, and still find love for yourself and still find appreciation and respect for yourself, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So don't let Moon and Scorpio scare you. Yes, it's deep. Yes, it's intense. Yes, it's emotional. Probably going to cry, <laughs> but uh, depending on your temperament and tendencies, but but it should be refreshing, renewing. You should feel reborn at the end of it. You should feel like you were a caterpillar before the moon went into Scorpio. And, baby, now you got your butterfly wings and you ain't worried about nothing. So there's there's transformation to be had here over the weekend. Come on, we're, we're having a weekend with the moon in Scorpio. Somebody's going to be having some really good sex more than likely. But it's like I, it's likely not to be... If you're in something brand new or I can't even say that because you could still have a really deep and transformative experience with somebody who's newer, but, uh, you know, that that is a potential as well. So by all means, enjoy. Here on Sunday, 4.45 a.m., oh, let me tell you all when the moon goes void so you all will know. The moon goes void Saturday, 7.24 p.m. Central. And so from Saturday night to early um, Sunday rising, the moon is void, which is fine. You, If anything, you should get some really, really good sleep that night. Um, if you're hooking up with people after 7.24 p.m. Central, hopefully it's people you already know. I would assume so if it's that late. And... Um, you know, enjoy the void. Moon enters Sagittarius there on Sunday early rising. By the time you rise up, you're probably going to be feeling really good, hopefully. Sagittarius is all about optimism and beneficial feelings. We're going to be emotionally satisfied to, to, to think higher, okay, to see things from the vantage point of having a bigger vision, a bigger perspective, the big picture, as opposed to, you know, 
you went deep maybe over the weekend while the moon was in Scorpio and you or you you know uncovered some look at it Scorpio you uncovered some stuff over the weekend that you don't exactly know how you feel about it likely if it happened in Scorpio you know exactly how you feel about it because Scorpio is real extreme it's gonna be one extremely one way or extremely the other and so then here the moon is in Sagittarius and it gives you an opportunity. Once you went over the weekend, you went so low, you went so deep, and now it's time to go high. It's time to fly. It's time to feel good. Sagittarius is a fire sign, passionately feeling good. Come on. You got your favorite super Sagittarius astrologer on the line with you right now. (laughs) So you can see even through me and my energy that this Sagittarius energy is a passionate one. It's a fun one. Come on. It's an, it's one where you can be emotionally satisfied to go on an adventure or start a long-distance journey, or even you're in the midst of some long-distance journeys, not physical ones, but figuratively, emotional ones, energetic ones, and you just need a lift. You just need a, you just need a light, <laughs> to shine through, you know, that's moon in Sagittarius. So here's starting out your week ahead Sunday. Um, by the time you get up, should have access to some really good feelings. Additionally, Monday, 3.29 p.m. Central, it's a minor aspect. It's a sextile between Mercury and Neptune. It's one that should be familiar. The last time Mercury sextile Neptune was the day after the Christmas holiday, the 26th of December, happened again December 10th of 2016. So we should be pretty familiar with this energy by now, but I will refresh you guys on it for the purposes of your week ahead. Everybody knows by now Mercury is communications, sextile Neptune, which is that just creativity, spirituality, okay? And so under this influence, uh, we'll be inclined to relax, uh, likely, because Neptune is a real dissolving energy. Like you put Neptune with something and it just weakened, you know what I mean? So um, creativity, communication, and spiritual pursuits are going to be more par for the course around this time. Um, Mercurial things like your words, your communication style, are likely to be very Neptunian, healing, soothing, okay, dissolving, come on, merging. So that's kind of the energetic description going on here and in our week ahead. Um, we'll be we'll be very intuitive, okay? Um, that that's communications, and then this this air this uh, planet that governs, you know, strong intuition. And so we you be on the lookout that you may be picking up on some things, okay? Picking up on some information that is extrasensory, okay? Beyond the five physical five senses. And and trust it. If it intuition is talking about your gut, so if you get a message uh, earlier on in the week ahead, go. You know, trust it. You'll know. It's not going to yell. It's not going to shout. It's going to be that sweet little voice in your gut that say, "Don't do that," or 
it's something more to this than what you can uh, see with your physical five senses. You may want to back up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Um, additionally, you could get a, Neptune governs that sleep and those dreams, and here's these mercurial messages that could be coming through. So you could receive spiritual information through that. Uh, of course, Neptune is also the meditation. So if, you, if you're needing a message, you can easily more than likely get one here in the week ahead, okay? Um, even spirit guides could come to you under this influence easily. Or just through chance encounters, you could... <laughs> You could be, look, Mercury governs those errands and stuff in your local neighborhood. <laughs> you could be, you could run into what they say, entertaining angels unaware. Something like that could easily happen too. So that's just a heads up. That's uh, exact at 329 p.m. Central. Uh, we discussed it before, but I'll mention it again. Our Sagittarius brother, Jimi Hendrix, Whitney, Bobby, and Bobby Christina. Alicia Keys, Angela Bassett, and Blue Ivy Carter, all born with Mercury sextile Neptune in their charts, and we just love it. We love it. Uh, the moon goes void on Tuesday the 24th, um, 11.33 a.m. Central, for five hours and ten minutes. Not that long. Um, it is smack dab in the middle of the day, so up in the week ahead, Tuesday, uh, if you can get anything, if you have an interview, just hopefully it's an 8 o'clock or a 9 o'clock boy and not one of these afternoon boys because you don't want that. You don't want to do an interview Tuesday afternoon. The moon's not going to go into Capricorn. You know, of course, if anything, just, well, is there a way I could interview earlier in the day or just that really is the worst day possible this week? Do you have any other day we could do it? That kind of thing, okay? Obviously, I'm not telling y'all not to go to interviews. Um, the moon does enter Capricorn finally after five hours and ten minutes of void status. Um, Tuesday, 4.43 p.m. Central, okay? And so we we start the week out in Scorpio. We've been deep. We don't, we don't gone deep. We don't, we've dived or dived deep. We've been real high. Since the moon went into Sagittarius, we've we've soared, we've seen the bigger picture, and now here um, late in the afternoon on Tuesday, we're gonna be ready to get down to business. We t- we don't we don't rode this roller coaster long enough. We've gone deep and high. Now we want to stabilize. Moon in Capricorn, starting late Tuesday afternoon, we're gonna be emotionally satisfied to get down to business. To Put in that work. We're still in the middle of Capricorn season, y'all. I'm, we're not in the middle of it. We're right on the tail end of it. But if if you've learned nothing, and, and don't think you've escaped when the sun goes into Aquarius because the co-ruler, actually ancient ruler, but now widely considered as a co-ruler of Aquarius is Saturn. So you not it, it ain't necessarily about to get easier, but with this Aquarius energy, some there's gonna be some breakthroughs and breaking outside of comfort zones and boxes that will likely make it easier for you if you learn to embrace change. Don't have to be that hard. If you open to the change, 
So with the moon going into Capricorn, Capricorn's governed by that Saturn energy, and we've been living in Capricorn season, so you know. And all my Sagittarius is out there. Saturn's been in Sag since last year, I believe, and going to be there all this year. And so you know if you're ruled by Saturn and you're a Capricorn, if you've been paying attention energetically during this Capricorn season and, you know, know kind of that Saturn means business. You're not going to take a shortcut. (laughs) You're not going to go the easy route. You're not going to get there the quick route. Hence the title of today's show. Nobody said it was going to be quick or easy when we started talking about change last week, the week before. And so that's that you'll get to experience more uh, acutely this Saturn rule area of space next week uh, as of Tuesday late afternoon. So we're going to be, you know, down to business, serious-minded. We want to be productive, with, as with all Earth signs. We want to be productive. We want to have something to show for all this hard, hard, smart work we're doing. Who want to do hard, hard, smart work? And still not have a damn thing to show for it, nobody. So this is going to be a couple of days here where we're we're not going to be trying to step outside the box. <laughs> we, we're going to want to go with what we know works, <clears throat> tried and true, traditional. And we want the time, the energy, and the resources that we put into something to pay off. We want a solid return on investment. Cutting the fat, I used to say about this area of space all the time. Saturn cuts, trims the fat. We're getting down to business. We're restricting ourselves. We don't need no sweets. We got stuff to do. We got return on investments to get back. Down to the basics That apple pie not going to help me With my goals and ambitions I'm trying to get to the top of this here mountain So you can miss me with the bull You can miss me with the fat The extra that I don't need You can keep that Capricorn is a sign of the boss The authority, the parent You may have to parent yourself next week Okay, huh. you you want a dessert or you want to go home? You know, no no games, no playing, playing with who about what? We got goals and ambitions to get to to accomplish and feel good about. Who playing? Okay, done with that. <laughs> uh, then Friday. I mean Tuesday with we get I love that and it's so good when it does it like that I love it when the astrology happens like that. Moon, this moon in Capricorn gonna be so grimy that it ain't even no other uh, alignments happening while the entire time the moon is in Capricorn. Ain't nothing to tell y'all about from Tuesday through Friday. Who going to be playing games Tuesday through Friday next week? The people that's not in line with this moon and Capricorn energy, they're going to make themselves real clear to be seen. 
anybody being childish, anybody wasting time, anybody not about their B.I. I'm not saying you have to be a stick in the mud. That's not, well, it can kind of translate out that way. It depends on their whole chart configurations and their personality. But um, it doesn't have to be that extreme. That extreme is in Scorpio. (laughs) Capricorn, and there can be some seriousness in Scorpio too because of its uh, extreme extremeness but um capricorn season is uh capricorn while the moon is in capricorn here next week from tuesday through friday we just we want something that saturn that saturn energy is about something lasting it's about something with value that lasts and endures that stands the test of time Put that up to the lit. Make that be the litmus test for anything you're experiencing Tuesday through Friday of next week. Now, a Capricorn might tell you if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. <laughs> but I'm not going to be that extreme with it. What I will say is if it doesn't bring you a solid return on your investment of time, energy, and resources, it damn so don't make no sense whatsoever. Okay. Now, skip all those days where uh, the moon is in Capricorn, there's nothing really going on, and that leads us up to Friday, the 27th, the day of all the action happening next week. Um, the moon sextiles Mars the moon, and turns, uh, it, the moon goes void as it's sextiling Mars for an hour and 18 minutes. So that's a blip on the map. It's occurring at 1.18 a.m. Central, so you'll likely sleep through it. And um, as of 2.36 a.m. Central on Friday, the moon enters Aquarius. Woo! Yes, I told y'all I've been waiting on this. And, And you know from other lunations that we don't wait until that lunation is exact. As soon as the moon goes into that energy like it's going to next Friday or before you even open your eyes, when you open your eyes Friday, it's change time. Know that you woke up to some change. Know that you woke up to some new opportunities for breakthroughs and new opportunities to think outside the box and get outside of your comfort zone, okay? I haven't mentioned it so far, but your Aquarius also governs these groups that we associate with. That's going to help you get outside your box right there. Is fooling with some groups, people that you can network with and associate with. That's all Aquarius governed as well. So with the moon in Aquarius, entering Aquarius early Friday, it's, we're going to be emotionally satisfied by it'll calm us down. And we're going to want and crave something new. We're going to want to break out. Low end, somebody might be having an outburst, but it's the same energy if you raise the vibration of a breakthrough. Breaking free from, come on, I love that Aquarius talks about freedom. When I say you know, Uranus conjunct the son of the president-elect and 
Aquarius season and moon in Aquarius. Come on. I'm talking about breaking free. When I see him, I see freedom. Not because I looked at his skin and that her, <laughs> that face, God, only a, only a mother. Where is his mother? Do the mother love his face? Lord. Freedom. I don't see that when I see him. I see freedom. I see change. I see breakthrough. Flashes of insight will calm us down. You get a flash of insight around that time. Hey, that's what you were, that was the breakthrough you were waiting on, just a genius, inventive, innovative idea to break you out or break you into this new moon in Aquarius season that's going to last about a month, okay, that, that can affect Aquarius-related parts of your chart for up to a year. It's a big deal, this Aquarius new moon coming up. But I'm just talking about the moon being in Aquarius as of early Friday rising right now. Uh, we're going to want and crave connection with everybody, no matter how different. That's why Aquarius rules humanity and humanitarian causes. We're going to want to connect. That's why it governs groups and associations and networking. We want to connect when the moon is in Aquarius. We want to link up with our friends, our sister friends, our girlfriends, you know. We want to evolve. Aquarius is about evolution, okay? That's why we. That's why in Aquarius we step outside the box and get out of our comfort zone because we got to evolve in Aquarius, baby. Technology governed by Aquarius, constantly evolving. Get you a get you a new cell phone today. Now, why are we talking about change and breakthroughs and breaking out? When is the the phone you got right now is likely outdated if you bought it even a month ago? That's how quick, lightning fast changes in this area of space. Quick technology, electricity. Lightning, come on. Cutting edge when the moon's in Aquarius. We're going to be satisfied to just cutting edge, different, out of the box. The more unusual, the better. Social networking. Okay. It's a real, now, I know this area of space governs friends and friendships and alliances and groups and networks. Um, the fr- And it, it, you may even be emotionally satisfied to be friendly, but more on a detached level, um, not like on the Leo level where it's just friendly and open heart and warm feelings and sunshine. <laughs> this is more like friendly but then, you know, detached. <laughs> so you could be a part of these groups and networks and humanitarian causes and still not necessarily include them in your personal life. Or or it could go it could go both ways in Aquarius. So it just depends. It really more would depend on your normal temperament anyway. So keeping it moving, um, before we get to the new moon, we got one more quick thing to dis- discuss um, that's happening on the 27th, which is Venus square Saturn, okay? 
Anything that's happening really close to a lunation is going to color that lunation for the duration of its influence. The new moon in Aquarius lasts from one new moon to the next new moon. So until we have the new moon in February, the uh, new moon in Aquarius is going to be in full effect. So this Venus square Saturn is going to be in effect, um, you know, coloring that um, chart as well, the new moon chart. And so Venus square Saturn, Venus, um, gosh, I heard a dear astrologer brother friend uh, talk about uh, Venus not necessarily, it's not that Venus isn't love. It's just that when you break down the energy on a spirit, spiritually enough, you see that it's not like the unconditional love of Neptune. And so people in that aren't spiritual get that mixed up a lot, and they just think love is all these things that it's not based on movies, books, and things that they've heard. But experientially, love tends, it does, it tends to play out more in a Neptunian way. But the Venus type of love is more romantic and social, okay, and and friend. there's a friendship kind of thing going on in, with Venus. So it's more that, the dating romantic, uh, the, the romance and the beauty and the comfort foods and all that, that's Venus. And it's square Saturn. So it's in a challenging, testing relationship with the planet that we just got through discussing that's talking about the hard, hard, smart work and the no shortcuts, and but, but also things that last and that endure and that are tried and true. So I can I can see without even going into any interpretation, I can, I can see, I can sense energetically and spiritually that there may be some tests and challenges in our romantic lives, in our social lives, um, in our financial lives. But we can have lasting, enduring success if we can take these tests and challenges that the square presents and build on them. If we can take the, the square that also gives us the opportunity to turn a corner and make any necessary adjustments and make any necessary changes, we can have some of the lasting tried and true energy put on these areas of life for us. It may be a square, but it's still a connection, and we can work the crap out of it if we want to and are consciously aware of how to. So let's get in it. Um, shout out to first and foremost of well, I already shouted out myastrologycoach.com just for the content, the beautiful layout website. Love it, love brother Ampu. Thank you. Um, shout out to Astrology King for a lot of the beautiful um, information that I utilize just as a skeleton. I like y'all know I'm gonna add the meat and the spice and the uh, herbs and everything else, but I get a lot of just the basic time date you know, what the influence actually is, and then I put my stank on it after that. Um, so shout out to Astrology King and the Dark Pixie Astrology as well before I went too much further. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, as far as Venus squaring Saturn, you may find through the tests and the challenges added stress in your intimate relationships, um, Saturn can have a negative influence. You know, that's a low vibration of Saturn where you're keeping it real, you're being realistic, you're 
focusing on hard, hard, smart work, but then you you done flipped over into negativity, pessimism, and heaviness and depression. That's low vibe Saturn. We don't want none of that. So potentially due to some negative feelings of one one party or all parties in the relationship uh, could be adding the stress to these relationships. Um, distance can be adding stress to relationships or just other relationship problems, just challenging and testing you around this time. And definitely, like I said, it's coloring the entire next new moon season, the whole month. So um Y'all doing y'all half the battle is just being aware of it. So y'all y'all right on track. Um, now a lot of these, a lot of the Saturn energy could be coming from within you, within ourselves. Hindrances stemming from our own fears, low vibrational Saturn, our own negative self talk and criticism, low vibrational Saturn. But, yes, you could be facing this from other people and that be contributing to the testing, challenging situations. Um, One or both of the people in the situation or all the people are just not fun to be around. They're just, that's how you can just sum that up. Um, So in order to keep harmony flowing in the relationships, like I said, I didn't even know this was going to say this, but that's what I was talking about earlier when I, I hadn't even got into it good yet, but I'm about to. The astrology on this new moon is more is is very suitable if you utilize any, like, margin energy where angry, arguments, violence, war, or this low vibrational Saturn energy, negativity, critical, heavy, pessimistic, depressed. Looking crazy. I hate that. I hate that low vibrational expression of that energy. And the key is going. One of the keys can be spend a little time alone. If what you got with somebody or the group is real, you spending some time alone ain't gonna make them turn you loose. Scared. That's low vibrational Saturn to be all scared. Do the hard heart smart work of taking some time alone if that is what your situation calls for. You're not taking time alone so you can ignore other people and their affection and their love. You are just putting extra effort into you in order to take some of the pressure off the relationship that's going through a testing challenging phase period of time, few weeks, not forever. Sometime, take some time alone. You've taken some time alone, like I was talking to one of my mama's babies every day. You're going to, you, you might be a more pleasant person to be around when you're dealing with old sour put, you know what I mean? You might deal with old sour face better when you filled your own love well up to overflowing, and you ain't waiting on sour face to add nothing to it. And sour face can't take nothing away from you either because you overflowing. So if anything, they're getting your extra. (laughs) 
under this influence of Venus square Saturn, it's real common to feel lonely and depressed. Know that it will pass and know that you will be able to get back to your peaceful, harmonious existence, okay? Now, I told y'all finances plays a part, can play a part too in this energy. So money could be a little on the pared down. That's Saturn right there, paring it down. Saturn with Venus, pared down money, <laughs> restricted money. You could find your find in a financially restrictive situation, then that be your t- uh, test and challenge for you. So you definitely want to high vibrationally Saturn trim the fat on any excessive spending with Venus, okay? You don't want, once again, we're not wasting time. We're not wasting money or resources in our week ahead. You hear me? Not us, because we too busy winning, and, and we stay winning ahead of time because of knowing information like this and how to access it in the highest vibration. Um, you could find that you're kind of lazy. Low vibrational Venus can be a little lazy and overindulgent. Um, and so, high, like I said, high vibrational Saturn, we're we're doing the restricting of our own self. We're doing the hard work our own self in order to put in whatever work is necessary to maintain the level of finances, to maintain the level of harmony and peace in our relationships that we want. We don't have to be subject to no alignment of Venus square Saturn. We can work it how we want to. We can access this energy how we want choose to. Um, so definitely, you know, staying uh, high vibrational Saturn, taking care of your responsibilities, handling your business, um, especially regarding the people that you value and appreciate in your life. That's why I say it ain't about getting off to yourself to ignore them or make them pay or to give them the silent treatment. That's that BS. That's that low vibrational BS. You're doing this for you, my babies. You hear me? And so if you're feeling low, need a little love and affection, um, you know, by all means, you may have someone close to you that you can lean on and um, or you may need to be that for somebody else, okay? Uh, if you are like Oprah Winfrey, Venus Williams, Bob Marley, Muhammad Ali, LeBron James, Eddie Murphy, Maya Angelou, or James Brown, and was born with Venus Square Saturn in your natal chart, then you know all about this energy naturally, okay? It is a challenging aspect to have. You know, Muhammad Ali may have had something to say when he said he was the greatest. You know, LeBron James, come on. Oprah Winfrey, Venus Williams, Bob Marley. This is a challenging aspect to be born under, especially when it involves your love and your money, your relationships and your money. And you have to overcome, so to speak, this um, uh, natal challenge. Uh, Love and happiness. Love and happiness, these people, uh, it can be a little bit more difficult for these people to achieve love and happiness. And so uh, 
a lot of times people with, that were born under this influence feel like they're denied that. I was talking about um, an aspect last week of Mars square Saturn that's occurring exact tomorrow that's in my natal chart, and it's that these difficult aspects that really make make you look at Oprah, look at Robert Nesta, look at LeBron King, James, you know, James Brown. Don't let these testing, challenging aspects scare you. When I say that the square not only is a test and a challenge, but also an opportunity to build, this is what I'm talking about. It may be the very thing that makes you if you don't allow it to break you. Running low on time. I really hope the new moon is coming up next. Oh, let me mention this while I'm here. Uh, For all my mutable signs, when it comes to the Venus square Saturn, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, Pisces, especially those in Deacon 2 of those signs, Deacon 2 Geminis are born June 1st to 10th. Deacon 2 Virgos are born September 3rd to 12th. Deacon 2 Sages are born December 2nd to 11th, and Deacon 2 Pisces are born February 29th to March 10th. The, these, are the, these are the ones that we're the ones I fall into that category. We're dealing with the, this Venus square Saturn over the next month for sure, the most acutely, okay? I have a little bit of time to break it down. It shouldn't take me too long. Gemini. Venus is squaring your deacon, okay, in this whole thing. And so you're the ones, uh, you and Sagittarius are dealing with the Venus square from January 22nd to February the 4th. And it's it, what it's doing, Gemini and Sagittarius, it's increasing your need. You feel all the more like you need love and affection. But... The but, dun dun dun. <laughs> Underlying relationship tension has, is likely to rise, or is rising, or has been rising to the surface. Uh, especially if you are the one expecting too much without first showing how much you care, and clearly that could be vice versa. It could be somebody you're dealing with that's expecting way too much out of you and ain't been most trying to show you that same too much than the man on the moon. And so there's, there's an imbalance. That's the challenge. That's the Venus challenge. Venus is talking about appreciation, and the square is, is a test, testing you. And like I said, with low vibrational Venus, which can come out really easily, more easily in a challenging aspect than not, well, kind of wouldn't say that because in a trying, it could come out real easy too. But overindulgence, okay, overindulgence is something to be careful about. I would say with money, but when I see these Venus squares, it's, it, it can play out anyway. Like I said, with the comfort food, that's Venus rule. It could be overindulgence in that. Um, the money aspect over indulgence and the spending. And so it's just when you're dealing with this Venus square, Gemini and Sag, it's, I'm telling you now it's going to be real easy to overeat, overindulge, overspend because you, you, you need love and affection. You need that energy in you, and you're not necessarily getting it from external 
or, you know, the people or circumstances you want to get it from. And so just watch out for that temptation. I'm talking to you specifically, Gemini and Sagittarius, because this, you once again, this Venus square can make you because you decide, you know what, I'm going to take this preponderance of a need for love and affection. I'm going to give it to myself. If I am going to eat up a whole bunch of stuff, it ain't going to be cookies, cakes, and snacks. huh? I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to have all my fruit and veggies on deck. I'm going to get dust my juicer off and juice to my heart's content and over and OD on that. You see what I'm saying? You you knowing this stuff in advance, so you set yourself up for success so it can make you, so the square can make you, not break you, not by the time Aquarius new moon season is over, you done gained 30 pounds because you didn't get the love and affection returned and broke because you done spent up everything because you wasn't feeling good about yourself. That's not going to make you feel any better, my baby. So I'm telling you now. Hit up these Venusian energies and they hot. Look, you got all this need for love and affection. Uh, it reminds me of a year me and some sister friends of mine back when I was uh, when I was uh, participating in religious activities. We got together. We were all single at the time, and we said, you know what? We're going to take some of these same feelings that could play out in a negative way where we're sitting up overeating, ODing on chocolate and ice cream because we ain't got no man. You know what we did? We had a Valentine's party where we put together love and affection packages for some women in a nearby local homeless shelter so they could just have like a gift and feel the same love and effect. We're accessing the same energy of the Venus square, but we're choosing to build with it. We're choosing to turn a corner with it. I did. We did this years ago. And so that's just an example, my Geminis and Sagittarius, of how you can freak the square, fuck a square, hell. You can build something. You can turn a corner. Also... Gemini's, um, you're dealing with the Saturn opposition from December of 2016 that just passed up until December of this year. So, Gemini, you could definitely be feeling drained, okay, weighed down, pessimistic, some of those lower vibrations of Saturn due to the challenges and, and potential blockages you feel or sense to your progress. And they could feel even more serious and more numerous. Like, there's wait, another test challenge, another thing to oppose me, another. So you could be feeling really burdened and restricted in your freedom or your self-expression, Gemini, okay? I'm just giving you a heads up because you may be feeling this Venus square. You got the Venus square and the Saturn opposition, Gemini. I want y'all to go into the week ahead full of hope. I want y'all to go into Aquarius new moon season full of hope for your breakthrough. It may not be quick. It may not be easy but it will be worth it by all means. Exercise patience, exercise determination, and exercise endurance. We are going to be taking bold, decisive action, okay? That's what's going to help relieve any tension or irritation of any of these squares or oppositions. 
is that we have a choice we can make and we have bold decisive actions we can take to see us through. It may not be a one-time event. You may have to take bold, decisive action every day of Aquarius new moon season. So what? If you end up where you want to be with what you want and who you want in your circle and by your side, it was worth it. You can't bring no sob story to me because all I'm going to do is show you your power that you done had all along so you can pull your own self up out of it. I'm no, I am a magician, but <laughs> let's keep it moving. Uh, Virgo, y'all are dealing with just the opposite, uh, the Venus opposition, okay, and the Saturn square. Virgo, look, with a Venus opposition, your desire for love and affection is increased, just like everybody else. Everybody wants love and affection right now. But you're dealing with the opposition, and so problems can show up if you lower your standards. That's one of the low vibrational manifestations of Venus. Well, I can't have the love and affection that I want, so I just take, oh, sorry, screw face over here. I'm, I'm going to take, oh, uh, uh, low vibrational, no, no, Virgo, no. Okay. You could you could enter into a relationship right now that's probably not going to be in your best interest. A lack of discipline, overindulgence, these other low vibrational manifestations of Venus are other things that you've got to watch out for, Virgo. It's not going to be the best time to be spending up a whole bunch of money or asking other people for favors uh, like borrowing money. Venus is in opposition to you, and so you, like Gemini and Sagittarius, need to be finding some high vibrational Venusian ways to manifest this energy if you don't want no issues. Okay? Uh, keep those standards high. Uh, I'm, you know, if you feel like you can't discipline yourself and you're overindulging, like I said, dang, at least OD on some good stuff, <laughs> you know. If you're not getting the love and affection, you know, returned to you and, and you're not ha- you don't have the prospects right now that are up to par, instead of lowering your standards, just keep on shining. Keep, keep feeding yourself, these high vibrational Venusian things, loving on yourself, taking care of yourself, making sure you're on point, making sure making sure that when you look in the mirror, you look like somebody that you want to meet. You know what I mean? Making sure you, your smells are right and, you, and your, your, that mouth, making sure that mouth is good and clean and, and expect the unexpected. But lowering your standards and settling for low rate and second best ain't going to do nothing but have you manifest in Venus on some really low vibrations that I promise you in advance, a week ahead of time, that you don't want. Virgo, you're also dealing with the Saturn square, and that can, you know, show itself as a forced turning point, okay, the square, you turn a corner, where you feel pressured or burdened. Um, It could feel like... Everything's against you um, during this time, and that could lead you more to isolate or feel discouraged, okay? Um, 
your goals and purposes uh, could you could feel like they're being challenged um, in the form of bosses, parents, the government, teachers, okay? So it with the Saturn square Virgos, it's just like I say, high vibrational Saturn. You've got to make sure you're on your P's and Q's. Make sure you're not slipping on your pimping. And then, you know, this is a, like every other thing. Saturn ain't always going to be squaring you, Virgo. It's going to December 2017, and as we move closer to that, of course, it's going to be waning or releasing or, you know, not feel as strong. So hang in there, Virgo. Y'all ought to have enough good stuff. Uh, for, Jupiter was in Virgo for so long. Well, not for so long, but it was in there long enough to where y'all should still be reeling from some really good feelings. Ride that out. Saturn, the higher vibration of Saturn is about sticking to what's tried and true. Okay, for now. All right, Sagittarius, like I said, Saturn is in your sign till the end of the year, and so it's a culmination point, okay? The um, effort you put in striving towards your goals is is culminating this year. This is the year. I've heard a lot of astrologers talk about Saturn being in Sag, and this being. I know it was in Sag last a good portion of last year, um, but this leg of the Saturn and Sag transit, Saturn and Sag transit, is supposed to be really intense. <laughs> so buckle up, Sag. Um, Culminations are intense like that. Full moons represent culminations, and they're typically intense. Same thing. Um, The things that mean the most to you, Sagittarius, it ought to be your divine pleasure to work hard, 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 and smart for them and to be responsible, okay, regarding them. The harder you work and the more responsible you are carrying out your duties, the things you don't want to do but you have to do, you might as well do it with a good attitude. Good thing we're Sagittarius. So. Uh, but the more you are that responsible with these things, the more rewarding this time should be. Saturn is hard work. Saturn is tough. It's not easy. But there are rewards with Saturn. There is success guaranteed with Saturn, Okay. And lastly, Pisces. Pisces, y'all are dealing with Venus in your sign as well as the Saturn square, okay? So everything that I was saying to Virgo about the Saturn square, Pisces, you can apply that as well. And then from the standpoint of Venus being in your sign, of course, y'all know, if y'all been listening to this show, y'all know that when Venus goes into a sign, that it, it beautifies that sign. It sends ease and comfort and harmony and peace to that sign. So you should be, Pisces, attracting beautiful things, okay, and people. Um, this is a wonderful and perfect time for giving and receiving love and affection, spending time with your loved ones, dating and socializing. And so this also should be a good time for you financially, all right? Um, spending some money on yourself and improving and enhancing your appearance uh, through clothes, jewelry, makeover, the whole shebang. Okay, Pisces? And now for the drum roll. I know y'all been waiting to hear about this. If I don't get to your um, horoscope today, we will be back on the air before the new moon next week. 
and so I'll get to finish it then. But I'm going to take my time with this. Y'all know I've been waiting to talk about this. All righty. New moon in Aquarius, 8 degrees. What you got in your chart at 8 degrees Aquarius? Because hmm? it's going to get hit up, lit up <laughs> for the next month, okay? Uh, Venus square Saturn is pretty much dominating. It is the alignment that happens right before the new moon. So, yeah, it's dominating the entire new moon energy. So I'm glad I parked on that for a little while and really dug into it with my mutable signs, Gemini, Virgo, Sag, and um, Pisces, because it's going to be around for a while. Four months, ain't, four weeks, ain't forever, but it's a good and long enough time to have some tools in your tool belt that you can whip out as they come up over the next month, okay? Um, the the Venus square Saturn aspect that is dominating this new moon is putting the focus of this new moon and its energies on any difficulties that are being highlighted in your finances and in your relationships. If you're having difficulties in finances or relationships, new moon go, it's like taking a yellow highlighter and just highlighting it so it stands out. It's going to stand out around next Friday, 6.07 p.m. Central Time, new moon, exact. Um. Any irritations or, like, you know, the bothersomeness of any of these situations in your finances or relationships that you find yourself in, it increases it. That's the highlighting effect. It makes it stand out, right? And um, this is the one, this is this lunation that, like I said, it leads us into eclipse season. When this, when Aquarius new moon season is over, Eclipse season, baby, okay? And so that also signifies, like I talked about last eclipse season, uh, I want to say that was September-ish of last year, 2016, six months ago, at the time when the eclipse season will start again at the end of February. We're closing that out. Eclipse seasons last through the next eclipse season. So whatever was going on around September 2016, this is closing that out. This Aquarius new moon season is the final chapter to that, okay? Um, And you're going to, what's being highlighted, you know, increasing the irritation, frustration, and feelings of nagging, it's not going to go anywhere until that bold, decisive action gets taken to relieve some of the tension and the frustration, okay? You're going to have to do something. You're going to have to do something. You're going to have to say something. You're going to have to do something new with it being an Aquarius. You're going to have to break out. You're going to have to break through. You're going to have to think outside of the box, you're going to have to step outside of your comfort zone. It's not going to go away by itself. It's not going to go away if you just leave it alone, sweep it under the rug, 
it's being highlighted, which means if you don't want to make a change, if you don't want to turn a corner, if you don't want to break through or break out, then something can break out for you. (laughs) That's the beauty of this Uranus energy that governs Aquarius. If you don't, you don't have to change. You don't have to step outside of your nice little pretty box you done tried to put yourself in over the last 10, 20, 30 years. But if you don't, the universe going to come by and say, guess what? Guess what? You're in this rules. Sudden, unexpected events. Voila. Here you go. Have fun. <laughs> so I encourage you all to definitely be the change. That was the point of my story about the dear brother that I ran into uh, while I was out was that when he asked me about how I felt about all of this and I told him that I loved it and why, um, when he was leaving from me, when we were going our separate ways again, he said one of the things he said was that he was going to be the change. I love that. I love inspiring people to look at Because you could tell when I was telling him how I felt about it, he was looking upside my head just the same way <laughs> that stranger was when he asked me, uh, how I felt about it. It's like it's like it's the, it's a Uranus kind of look. Uh, I'm sure all Aquariuses can relate. Like when people just look at you, like where are you from? What planet are you from? You know, <laughs> what are you talking about? That you're glad that he got elected, that you love it, baby. I love change, and so that's what you're gonna have to fall in love with change in order to maneuver through the the four weeks that uh, follow this new moon in Aquarius, okay? That's the only way. You're going to have to fall so in love with change. Let's see here. Yeah, because it's not going to be fixed overnight. That's why I titled the show that the change may not be quick and easy. You may have to work hard, Venus square Saturn, coloring the entire lunation's duration. You may have to restrict yourself. You may have to pare down. You may have to cut some loss. And it may not even take effect immediately. We're wrapping up cycles here. I just told you all we're wrapping up the last eclipse season. These, this this new moon in Aquarius isn't happening in a vacuum. It's a part of larger cycles. So we're going to have to be determined, okay? We don't see the results the first time we took some bold, decisive action. What I just say, you may be taking bold, decisive actions all month until you see the change externally that you are internally. That's what's going to help you maneuver through this season flawlessly and effortlessly. You become the change you want to see. You're not going to be frustrated and irritated with Joe or Sally if you're being the change, like my brother said he he's going to do. Be the change. We're not worried about who got elected. We're not worried about Joe or Sally or uh, what's his name? or Donnie. <laughs> Come on, y'all. We're not worried. We're being the change. That's the key. We're determined to be the change. 
even if it takes all month, because we have the patience that Saturn also talks about. That's a high vibrational Saturn right there. Even if it takes 30 years, we're going to keep trudging up that mountain. Come on. We ain't worried about Joe, Sally, or Donnie. We got somewhere to go. We got goals. We got ambitions. We got babies. We got things to do and see. We're putting our energy and our focus into that. That leaves zero time to be worried about external things and how they appear. And and we'll let other people debate and talk on that. You know, they got material for days on stuff that don't amount to a hill of beans. We're going to have to trim that down. Come on, Saturn, push through. We're going to have to trim down all the fat so we can stay focused on where our energy needs to go. Okay, because this is why. This is why, right here. Like I said, nothing happens in a vacuum. So even though we're ending a cycle, eclipse season, that goes back to September of last year, guess what? We're beginning another one, but it's, it doesn't cut off like a line in the sand. Energetically, we're shifting into a new cycle. So, yes, some of the energies may follow you into that, but it, it can be a new way that you handle that energy. And, and being determined on this end of it, this end of the cycle where we're still in this uh, eclipse season that's wrapping up, being determined ahead of time in advance and and making a decision to be patient ahead of time in advance, that's what's going to help you maneuver through it when everybody else looking crazy like, oh, God, what do we do? I can't, I don't know what to do next and where to put my energy. I'm just all over the place. I'm depressed. I'm overindulging. I just, and you just sitting there like a pro looking like you know something. What you know? Why are you so calm? Why are you so confident, self-assured? Why are you thriving in the midst of chaos? Okay. Um, We're starting a new cycle, of course, with the new moon. As with all new moons, all possibilities are on the table. Put yourself in the forefront of new plans for the future. Um. Anything that you want, uh, anything that has been is up for debate and question. And (laughs) as you're endeavoring to plant new seeds and and begin new initiatives, all the old stuff is up for change, okay? Okay. This is the time to make a fresh start. This is the time to make to write things down that you want to do or accomplish or see inside of yourself or externally, okay? Um, yeah, I really don't have to. I've talked so much up on this new moon. <laughs> I pretty much can get into the horoscopes. It, I don't see anything in my notes that I have not already talked about. I do want to continue to emphasize high vibrational Saturn to handle your business. 
This ain't the time. Low vibrational Venus, the very Venus is squaring Saturn. Low vibrational Venus wants to laze around and just be comfortable. New moon in Aquarius wants you to get outside of your comfort zone. So fight that. Fight that crap. You you catch a feeling to get you a, a – I always go back to sweets and desserts because that's one of my things. Like I have to do this with my own self. I had to do it today. I wanted to leave and go get a dessert. And my higher self said, you don't bit more need no dessert than the man on the moon. Try, try again. Tr- use that energy. Go higher. Take that same urge for some goddamn ice cream and raise the vibration on it. And I ended up uh, going into the kitchen and putting, you know, my little mat, working my little magic. (laughs) And, you know, I'm good. That energy wanted to be expressed for comfort, for beauty, for feeling good. And, and, and and, And inside of my comfort zone, I just go up the street and get a little ice cream thingy to go and, Keep it moving. But in this new, I'm, I'm, y'all know I say ahead, I'm already ready already for this new moon. I done told y'all since we first got on this show. I'm ready. I'm ready for change. I'm ready to do something new. I will eat another ice cream again in my lifetime, I am sure. But for now, temporarily at this time, I'm taking some time to go higher and see what new breakthrough, inventive, innovative things are waiting and ready and in store for those who dare to get free. Uranus rules freedom. There's no freedom in being a slave to your lower base desires. That's how half of us is caught up now. In the illustrious words of Puffy, cooning and buffooning, too comfortable. You you got you got real comfortable with that check, and you forgot your values. Venus talks about values. Do I value a bowl of ice cream or do I value my health and my beauty and my longevity? It's something higher than the bowl of ice cream. It's something higher than the check that you got for cooning and buffooning. There's something higher. This is the time to not ignore your responsibilities, okay? The time for it. This is the time Saturn talks about parenting yourself. This is the time to look at yourself quite when you ask, well, I just need a, a a chocolate bar. That's all I need. This is the time to look upside your own self-head like you the parent, at yourself like you the child. The hell? Hell no. Get out of my face. <laughs> That's what I told myself earlier today. I didn't verbally tell myself that, but I, I checked myself like that. need no damn ice cream. Get your get, – Get in the kitchen and fix you something to eat and quit trying to feed your lower vibrational nature. We're going higher. We're doing something new. This is about to be the season for something new. And doing the same old things, expecting different results, is not going to cut it in new moon and Aquarius season. And I'm going to break it down. Oh, Jackie Robinson, the uh, 
the baseball player that broke the color barrier. Uh, he uh, was born at a new moon in Aquarius. Did Did Jackie Robinson think outside the box? Was it his was Was it his destiny to get out of his comfort zone? How comfortable do you think he was being in a league full of people that did not look like him on a field with more people that don't look like him? Filling the stands in the stadium, oh, baby, it may be scary. You may be full of fear when you do it, but you got to do it. We got to do it. It's freedom on the other side waiting on us. He broke that. Now, that he broke down some barriers. He broke broke through some barriers. Come on, break through. If you need a breakthrough in your life, this is the lunation for you. But I'm here to tell you it may not be quick. It may not be easy. You will have to get out of your comfort zone. It will not be comfortable. But there's freedom on the other side. There's there's innovation on the other side, invention on the other side, something new that you, that's been waiting on you on the other side, feel the fear, do it anyway. Fuck fear. It's my favorite thing to say. I love it. Aquariuses. Oh, my mama's Aquariuses. This is your new moon, of course. Of course it's going to affect you for the entire year to come. And you more than anybody else, we're going to be looking to you, Aquarius, to see how to do it. You should find it easier to express your identity and be yourself under this influence. You have the sun in your sign. Uh, Deacon ones, those born January 20th to 29th, y'all got it in your deacon from the 19th through the 30th, okay? So you and your goals uh, are the focus, period, for the whole year ahead. This is your time to make a confident Fresh start. You got sun in your first house of confidence, of bravery, of courage, of you ain't sitting around waiting on nobody. You just getting it done. It's you that's in focus, Aquarius. Express what you want. Express what your goals are and get the ball rolling. This is the best time for you to set new goals, signing your sign. That's when you want to do it. Um, yeah, if you let let your excite the excitement that you feel about what you want, the excitement you feel about the goals that you want to pursue for the year ahead, and the excitement that you have to get the ball rolling, let that be your navigation system. If it's not exciting you, Aquarius, if it's not what you really want, if you don't feel like you want to get the ball rolling on it to right now today, then let that crap go. That ain't it. Don't focus on that. I cannot believe we are down to 90 seconds. And, of course, I had to hit up Aquarius. If only one sign was going to get, that's why I do it in the order I do it. Because <laughs> my Aquarius is going to get hooked up. Happy solar return, Aquarius. Enjoy making a new start in your personal or professional life, okay? Um, 
I will hit up everybody else next week. It will be prior to. I'll be able to do that on the 25th, and you'll still have a two-day heads up on your new moon two days later on the 27th. I love y'all so much. I see y'all on the line listening. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. If you're listening to this in the archives, please, by all means, there's a, a in the episode description a link for one-click access, email access to me. By all means, send me some astro love gifts. Send me an email. Just let me know you're listening. You appreciate me. I'm coming back for y'all week in and week out. We're in year two. Let's get it. And stay connected to Mama Donna Astrology. Um, Subscribe if you'd like to be Mama's baby. And um, that's it. Love y'all. Peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you.